Oh my God, you know what time it is. It's the Talking Normies podcast, and today we're discussing Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. This is a series recap. We got the whole crew, we got the fat table. It's going down. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And since we got a whole entire crew today, we're going to go to my left and work our way around. To the left of me, we've got AJ Shannon. Oh my God, listen to that sexy, sexy radio voice. And back here with the menacing beard, the man that knows it all, Ben Wilson. Uh, better known as JB. No, actually, I don't know what I'm known as. <laughs> we like to call you uh, Young Jesus around these parts. All right, cool. And to my caddy corner, we got Sir AJ. Oh, it's almost the same. And on the ones and twos, <laughs> my main man over here who's going to be answering your questions and mixing it up and making sure that we can stay connected with y'all, it's the big homie, Badger. Badger. <laughs> also known as, oh, he doesn't have a mic, so we have to speak for him. Also known as Destin. This is Destin. Look at that. And right across from me, looking her Peg Bundy best, we got the homie, the one and only. Marketa. Ruchi Kuchi Chakova. Sweet. So with that being said, guys, we're going to get right into this. And now I got a couple of clips lined up to play some very fun things for y'all because you, you know how I like to do with the clips. I also have my phone in front of me because my phone has the cheat sheet for the clips on it. So let's see if we can start this off right with me pressing the correct clip. What show are we here to discuss again? I, I You didn't hear? I was a full, full metal office. Oh. Brotherhood. Oh, yeah, did you so say that at the beginning? In the intro. I said oh. in the intro. He did. No, I didn't. We did like the whole, <laughs> it was a whole intro thing. Oh, Guys, we we're discussing Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. If you haven't seen it, it's legitimately one of the best animes ever. If you ain't watched it, watch it. Please, we don't want to spoil you here, but we are going to talk about it heftily. Very spoilery. Now, with that being said, I'm going to play one of my favorite clips from the show so we can really set the tone. Why are you doing this? Right? <laughs> it could have been worse. It, yeah. yeah. This, that wasn't the worst. I heard the original was even worse. The FMA. Oh, I was, I was talking about another part of the series. Uh, yeah, probably uh, Nina. Yeah. yeah. Shout Tucker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, regardless, now that we've started it off. That was the pace. That was, that yeah. was the pace you wanted for. <laughs> now that we started off as low as we can pretty much go. I want to go. Set. All the way up from here. Let's talk about how you feel about the show overall. So that's where we're going to start with. Also, I would like to mention right now, and I'm probably going to mention it about 100 times during this podcast. This show can be broken down into probably 10 different podcasts. So we're only really skimming the surface here. I, we could do a deep dive on any one of these subjects. But for right now, we're just going to do a light skim. Maybe if there's time in the future, we come back for a real nice deep dive. So, AJ, how do you feel about this show overall? I've always said that it's one of the best, uh, in my opinion. A lot of people say that, uh, and it's true. There's a reason. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's one of the best animes that tells a, a really complicated story uh, that has a lot of facets to it, both philosophically, both with the individual stories and how they intertwine, but also ends the story with every single question and every single like character's storyline and arc having been completed at the same time. So for me, it's, it's one of the best uh, stories told um, in the anime format that I've ever watched. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about you, Ben? Man, it was a banging show. I just, <laughs> you know, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I, it, it really just uh, sparked the imagination. It did an excellent fusion of 
our our history from you know just like the science and mm-hmm. just this alternate reality of alchemy actually worked so yeah like everything aj said you know just that each character was very well you know, uh, um, expanded upon you you understood their motivations then they did a lot of their motivations in a way like even the bad guys in a way that um you were still agreeing with them in some way you know in some fashion so i mean it just excellent show i mean uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't let uh, a kid watch it. Uh, <laughs> ah, I think I get what you're saying. Not a kid show. Opening scene. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It does I, open roughly. I would. Kids need to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about you over there, uh, Shout Search? I would uh, echo a lot of what AJ said as well. Just that this had the potential to be overblown and not make any sense because of just the sheer amount of characters and mm-hmm. things going on. But somehow it was wrapped up in such a neat bow. And I think that's uh, kudos to the, the creator. Uh, her name escapes me right now. But, you know, she had a complete story to tell. And I think that's all you can ask for when you watch a yeah. story or, or a television show. Yeah. Like, you know, like there's so many anime out there that have these like low points or like, oh, skip these fillers. But this one is like, oh, from beginning to end, it has a story to tell and it does it damn near flawlessly. Yeah. Um, Dustin, are we going to ruin this show for you? Have you seen this show? Oh, I've seen it all. Okay, fine. I just want to want to be weary. What about you? Arakawa is her name. Ah. The creator. Oh, <clears throat> yes. The only thing I want to add to all of that has been already said is that even when they introduce new characters, which they really don't have to do, because the show starts off strong, continues just getting stronger, and every time they introduce a new character, that character stays around and or dies. gets Flashed out completely. It's, it's yeah. just like they do such a good job, even in a short amount of time that they have. Yeah, yeah. they don't really have any throwaway characters. Mm-hmm. So I think one, the show's amazing. Uh, the animation's on point. Uh, the politics are on point. Characters are on point. Like all of these elements could be their own podcast and their own. And especially with the animation, I've just been learning lately that there's this uh, there's a stigma with uh, animes where sometimes they have to lower the quality of an animation in a certain episode to bump it up in the next episode. But like with this one, it stayed pretty consistent and then it only really went up. Like it came in at a base ground level and I was like, oh, this is fine. And then above that, like when um, when Lust is getting uh, murdered, the fire is so intense. It's so, and like for those moments, like the show really kind of stood out and I really dig a lot of good animation. I don't, I don't know why this shit just gets me going. So the music. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh. Mm. I was just, me and Serge yesterday, we were, I was like going through uh, listening to some of the uh, tracks. So I was trying to find a track to maybe play. Couldn't, because they're all good. The uh, soundtrack is two hours long, and it's one of the best fucking soundtracks I've ever heard. I didn't take the whole two hours to listen to it, but I just forgot about like some of the tracks. Mm-hmm. Like, um, what's the one called? The uh, Spiral. The, like, the Spiral the of Truth. Staircase. Yeah. yeah. Spiral of Truth. Spiral of Truth. In fact, while we're talking and answering this mm. next question, I'm going to find a way to play you guys the Spiral of Truth, because I love that fucking track. Nice. With that being said, I think we, uh, is that it? Does anybody else have anything else to add? Yeah, that's it. Thanks for joining us. That's <laughs> yeah, all yeah. we got to say about the show. <laughs> you know, this, is, uh, this has been Talking Normies, a podcast. It's been a beautiful time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what's the second question? The second question is booty. Absolute butt. Talking about the themes, right? What are your favorite themes of the show? Because the show does indeed have a lot of themes where it draws parallels with our world, with the history. The themes could be a wide variety of things. I was almost going to name my theme. I don't want to name my theme because they want to. It's my theme. 
I don't think anybody else said it. So, yeah, who wants to take this off? Who, who's got themes on the brain? Ben, it's you. Um, <laughs> as far as themes go, I I, I love the comparison of, um, I guess, kind of a mashup of Nazi Germany and America. You know, that, that was like a huge yeah. thing, just like always at war, always kind of expanding, and then bringing in that German... Um, Dialect, or well, just some of the uh, titles that they would give, and like the names. Fear King Bradley, Fear mm-hmm. King Bradley, and then Alphonse. Like all these names were very uh, Northern European. Mm-hmm. Hohenheim, Von Hohenheim, yeah. About to name my firstborn, um, Von. But I, I would have to say it's <laughs> what the show, what they name, you know, the show after of uh, Brotherhood, the camaraderie that they developed throughout <sighs> the whole series. Wrote, That's oh. what I wrote. God. No one else was supposed to pick that. My apologies. No, but go for it. No, 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 no. Dive in. I mean, like the last fight uh, of the series where they're all trying to take out. um, Father. Father. Yeah, thank you. Um, When they're trying to take him out, everybody's coming together. Everybody knows how each one works. And it, it, you just see how they all went from these strangers or from being um, Superior, or you know, just some you know, a subservient in, in the army to like, hey, we're out here as a family and citizen or civilians and, and military type together are coming together to fight this thing. And yeah, so yeah, it's, it's, yeah. nice. Anybody, anybody else? Bueller, kind of what he said, uh, the importance of human connection, yeah. like just human connectivity, how every life matters. Uh, there's no value to human life as they learn early on when they find out. You know, how do you make a philosopher's stone? So no value as in, like, it's priceless or, like, you ain't worth shit? No, it's, it's, it's priceless. <laughs> it's priceless. <laughs> it's like Im- immeasurable value, if you will. Immeasur- yeah. Yeah. And uh, just, I mean, that's pretty much it. All, all the racial and cultural acceptance, too, because there's a lot of characters from different parts of the world in the show that come mm-hmm. together. So, yeah, I would say there's something about acceptance up. there, too. If, if I want to bounce off that, uh, he, he said a little bit about... Um, kind of the value of human life. And I thought, not my favorite theme, but one of the interesting themes I, I really like about the show is what it has to say about, um, I, like, not being able to explain uh, everything through science. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, science is one of the, the many ex- explanatory systems out there that we have to describe things. But doing so solely through that one system, um, there there's a lot of fault in that. Yeah. And if you're only going by that system, like, via morality if you run your morality through science as well that's how you end up with the tucker yep yeah right? and 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 those sorts of things uh like the, the way that it, it pointed those things out was was really intriguing to me i disagree <laughs> <laughs> but, i mean i, I, I mean I'm just not interesting in a good way uh, I guess the Tucker aspect, because like mm-hmm. to me, like that's not where science leads you. That's where pride leads you. No, 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 no. It's and, not where only science leads you. But if you're only thinking scientifically, you can through justify a, a lot, lot of things only through. Science. I mean, we can look I, I, at the guy who was making a chimeras. What was his name? Yeah, the doctor with the gold that, tooth. That, who he's talking? Wait, oh, oh, no, 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 not doctor. doctor. Okay. The other oh, doctor oh. who was making the chimeras. I think he, he was, was doing it for the tooth. government. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, that's legitimately, he was based off of uh, Mangles from the fucking Mangla. World War II. Mangla. Yeah. Mangla. So, like, just strictly through the progress of science, then we can justify the shitty things that we do. So, yeah. are we going to start lumping in, um, I, I guess, dictators and murderers and all these things into scientific categories? Because at times it's not always science that drives you to this curiosity to do horrible things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it, it is just curiosity uh, or just power. I think that what 
AJ is trying to say is that don't knock on science, bro. <laughs> I'm not. He's, like, no, 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 no. Science. he's not. No, he's not. I think that what we're all trying to say is that science is one source of knowledge, but you shouldn't discredit other avenues. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you know one is you know something else is superior to science. Nobody's saying that, but um, and even the show in the third or second episode when they go to mm -hmm. the the city of Hershey uh, the city of Hershey yeah oh they yes. they so point the that guy. out at like yeah. you know sometimes religion is full of shit oh, but yeah. also mm -hmm. it, you have science in this universe you have alchemy at the hands of military who are often referred to as the dogs of the military or mm -hmm. just weapons Stick like alchemy. reduced to yeah. their like physical forms without And then even the even the the, the the villains are looking at humans in terms of their like physical components. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Instead of looking at them as right, right. like what's well, within. I, I guess yeah. I, okay. I guess seeing in the idea of the uh, alchemy world where um, everything has potential, you know, energy to be used. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess in that sense, the danger of exploring, right. you know, f uh, well discrediting human life so that you can gain more power but yeah i'm just right uh, and a brief break because yeah. marquetta brought this up so oh yeah mm -hmm. i can't tell you that you have to figure it out stand up and walk keep moving forward you've got two good legs so use them What was her name from Lior? Rose. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he was uh, telling Rose, like, you know, she's like, you know, if this religion thing's bullshit and this other yeah. thing's bullshit, like, tell me what to do. And he's like, no, like, you're on your own. Like, you got to figure it out on your own. Did anybody else want to mention uh, one all around, dude? Did we I, go all around? Uh, well, we didn't. This one. Yeah. Oh, good. You're good. I just, I just want to say so one yeah, more thing um, about the philosophy in the show and how it, like, kind of shows the importance of not just having, like, the science and the cult facts and, like, You know, just like physics and chemistry, but also like philosophy is important, and like you need to take the uh, the extra oomph into consideration every time you you know are trying to make an experiment. You have to ask if it's ethical. You have to ask if it's moral. You, like all these questions cannot be answered in scientific terms. Yeah, so and I really Park. like. I, yeah, I really like the, how the show points that out, and. I just like when I watched it. I remembered one of my uh, philosophy teachers who told who like told the entire class one time, and like it really stuck with me. She said that we are more than like the team that we cheer on, or the car that we have, or all the possessions that we have, or our last names. Like she was just like really going deep, 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 and I'm like, who am I? <laughs> so um, I wanted to bring up that yeah. I'm all here for the brotherhood. And even in the show, they've got a lot of key brothers. Like uh, number 48, the Slicer brothers. Hmm. They're in a suit of armor together. One's the head, one's the body. They were working really to get well together as a team. Ed and Al and even Hohenheim and Father are brothers to an extent. I thought they were brothers. Like I legitimately yeah. was like, they look <laughs> fucking like these motherfuckers as twins. Like that has to be the case. But like just um, kind of people looking out for themselves. They were the, the same the homunculi to some yeah. extent. I was just yeah. siblings, yeah. 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 All the homunculi are like siblings and they kind of have, they all have this goal. They all work for their father. It's just like these kind of like, like the things that people are willing to do for each other. You didn't see 
you didn't see that a lot with the homunculi, but you did see that a lot. Like, I don't know, like two brothers sharing one body to be a fucking solid fighting force, even though they're serial killers, you know, or like uh, the brothers trying to get their bodies back and being like, like this is the whole entire impetus of the story is like we're doing this for each other. Like I did this to you, like we both fucked up together, and now we're in it together until we can like make each other whole. And like mm-hmm. I don't know, I really, I really dug that. And yeah. to like uh, you it felt like you were about to scratch on it, but like the people that were confident in their own singular power, not working on a team. You saw them go the most dismal way. <laughs> yeah. You know, like the, the slicer, uh, not slicer. Um, Barry the Butcher. Barry the Butcher, thank you. You know, him, Luz, Stephen, father himself, like all these people yeah. that were absolutely like, I'm overpowered, I, you, you can't touch me. So They got taken mm-hmm. down by teams because yeah. teamwork yeah. make the dream work. Kimberly, mm-hmm. well, Kimberly got taken down by pride. Yeah, but yeah that's a different, yeah, that's I, a different story. I think yeah. that can go more than one way. What were you about to say, AJ? My favorite theme is is the redemption and uh, redemption and forgiveness. Um, in the, the show, there's a lot of characters who have a redemption arc. Uh, Mustang, uh, the Chimeras, Scar, Scar, Scar. Um, Big Scar, and you know, even to a like, Greed wasn't necessarily looking to be redeemed. Uh, maybe not externally, but um, I, I think he had a similar arc. Oh, I even wrote that that Greed and Ling. They kind of. Are brothers in the sun, some kind of way because I mean mm-hmm. like, they share bodies and in the end they have a really strong they're bond and friendship. They're working towards, brothers. they're both working towards like the goal of just kind of fucking over father, which is like, right. uh, but yeah, yeah, you're right, man. The redemption arc is I didn't think I was gonna like greed. I thought Ling was gonna be kind of a bad guy. Scar, I didn't like him at first. He was just a fucking wayward murderer. But like all right. these characters are much more deeper than like mm-hmm. you get at first. Even you get those super minor characters that you right. would think are just like, oh, they're here for this episode yeah. and they're gone. Like like the chimera that you were saying. Like right. I can't yeah. remember their names exactly. But you know the ones that were accompanying Al. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You were like, oh, these guys are just the you know some fucking yeah. henchmen. Like, <laughs> and that's the bull guy. it. Kind of ties back into how everyone's life is valuable because right. yeah. the show dives into these side characters that any other show I feel like would just be like, oh, this person exists. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and then like they come in and join in some yeah. fight when you Serves forgot about his them. use and that's it. But, but instead, yeah. all of those guys, they had arcs. Even uh, Yoki, what's the guy with the mustache? Shitty? Waluigi. Yeah. <laughs> Waluigi. Yeah. I mean, even yeah. though it's a small arc, which is I am a coward and now I am not a coward, but like yeah. he had an arc. Like there was, you yeah. know what I mean? Like all of that's like, and I think fucking we would have more to say about like, Hughes and Nina Tucker if we saw the original because yeah. the only complaint about this show I have is like I kind of wish I saw the original before like those first 12 episodes yeah. or so that kind of rushed through the original like because they thought well, everybody had seen Hughes, it. Hughes was such a impacting character in the first I mean he's an impacting character in both of them but mm-hmm. the way they expand on him I mean that's like, just the reason to watch the first series it, it is and you know it has a nice little twist at the end so yeah. compared to the other I mean uh, you, you, the, you could always Read the manga as well. No. What? I'm not reading. <laughs> <laughs> it's mainly looking at Yeah, pictures. it's mainly looking. Yeah, yeah. so Chancellor Branch picture. gave us $5. Thank you so much. Shout out oh. to you. He said, City of Heresy was an example of religion gone too far. Shout Talker was an example of science gone too far. Mm-hmm. Both true. points, they got out of yeah. the way very early in the series to yeah. show you what you're dealing Even with. Even I forgot that the fifth laboratory stuff with uh, Barry the Butcher and the Slicer Brothers, that's all in season one, too. That's like episode seven. Oh, yeah, that is like part one. Yeah, because I was looking for it. I was like, it's somewhere in season two. I was like, oh, fuck no. Like, yeah. they... That shit's solid, man. Like they they're, they're kind of like laying very, down a law before it gets going. Yeah, they don't. They really don't stagnate the story very much. You know, like every once in a while, kind of give you a reprieve and yeah. you know, like <laughs> oh, that was the other somebody. thing. Yeah, Dude, there's not a moment where I'm like, oh, there's a filler episode. Mm-hmm. Like even like just there'd be episodes like that. I thought the Hohenheim one was gonna be a filler, and then that one like I was like, oh, 
Turns out it's not. That I shut my face. Are you talking about that one interlude party where he's around the campfire? Yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah, I yeah. Thought that's, it was a filler. That's no. the one yeah. I. Oh, I know, right? Technically, yeah. it was a recap, but it was an awesome recap. <laughs> yeah. Like the way they did it, it was excellent. I, yeah. Someone suggested that we go back and watch that after the series finished, mm-hmm. and so I did go back and rewatch it, and it made so much more sense to me because mm-hmm. back when we saw that, we still didn't know about the dwarf in the flask or who mm-hmm. exactly father was or Hohenheim's relation to him exactly. So. Yeah. It was cool to see all the people in his life. He was just kind of daydreaming or drunk dreaming, like yeah. the theme of the whole show, essentially. Uh, speaking of. To live out the rest of your life mm. as a slave without the rights of a real man? In that case, you're no different from me, trapped inside this stuffy flask. <laughs> Yeah, it's a Dorothy in a flask talking to number 23, it's a.k.a. Honai. Oh, nah. He gave him a fake name at first before he said, oh, I'm a carrier. He was like, black sis, but black sis, black sis. And he was like, oh, that's too long. <laughs> that shit was silly. But all right, man. Does anybody, anybody else want to add anything thematically? All is one, one is all. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, well, there's, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, the connection. Know, there, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure if we were to go into, like, the mini arcs <laughs> of this show, we yeah. would find all those, like, tons of tiny little themes, themes here yeah. there. Because it... it like I said, when it, it sparks the imagination, because like it just gives you a taste, just yeah. like yeah. going into the door of knowledge. Like you, you, you're like, oh, well, here it is, here, and then you can just. Ex- just mm-hmm. That's why yeah. I felt I felt kind of bad for like writing this podcast because it's like skimming the surface yeah. and like search something. I had like notes and notes. I was just like, we can go down all the rabbit <laughs> yeah. holes. Like there are so many like there's, there's so many deep depths. rabbit holes inside rabbit holes right? in this it's show. Just, we, we don't goes. have to talk about this theme, but mind and body distinction. Uh, how there are two parts of you, and both of those equal a whole. Like yeah. uh, Alphonse, like his body existed outside of himself, and like next to the portal of truth, right? Yeah. And, but his soul was embedded to that armor. But and both were essentially sentient, and they were both Alphonse. That drives back to Duality, the man. well, uh, <laughs> the Hermetics and what they went into um, of the mind-body duality, and mm-hmm. then like you, you see on the door, the door of truth, and then you also see the. Um, the anatomy of God, the Hebrew from Kabbalah, yeah, like it, it, it's loaded with all kinds of religious symbols yeah. and yeah. everything, yeah. dealing with this idea of a, a universe that is aware or a God that is everything. It, right. I think you could teach a class like on this whole entire show. <laughs> oh, sure. You guys want to share with the class what you got over there? Everyone's looking at the screen, so. Oh, we got another donation from Fox and Talks. Fox Thank and you Talks. so much. Ooh, Said that we should watch some more of the say. philosophical analyses videos before rewatching the show because yeah. it has a lot to say about a lot of different uh, branches oh, of philosophy. Mm-hmm. And that I would, would be into appreciate that, it more. Like yeah. study up Fox and then and watch Talks. it again. Yes. Because yeah. I was watching, uh, me and Marquette, we were watching a Wisecrack version, and Wisecrack focuses a lot on philosophy. And that one, once again, the Wisecrack video alone was fucking dense. I was like, God, yeah. leave, man. And they're only talking about the very beginning, I feel. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They yeah. Yeah. some religion stuff, because there's so much. Like, there's stuff about, you know, military, obeying command, and... Oh, yeah. A lot of human the, yeah. things we didn't even get to, let alone yeah. like the spiritual stuff. Yeah. yeah. There's so much. There's so and fucking like much. I said, somehow not crowded. Somehow yeah. not yeah. feeling like... Man, they're just yeah. trying to stuff everything in here. Yeah. I didn't feel that once watching. Not, yeah, and I want to like, you know, add an exclamation point to that. There are not a lot of animes who can do that at all without like going over my head. Like there are a few animes mm-hmm. where they'll take this philosophical point, yeah, yeah, and they try to abstract it too much, and then you know, somewhere along the line, yeah. you fell off the plane and you're just yeah. floating, and now like, you're just uh, we're just doing our own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I'll catch on at what, at, and you're floating at, for yeah. 300 episodes, and then the climax <laughs> feels empty and meaningless. 
when, yeah. whenever that happens, whenever you get yeah. disconnected. So that Somebody is, has unplugged that light back there. I don't know what that happened. That is something. Probably kicked it. No, it's a... See if the plug up top, Dustin. Yeah. I, I want to say we all sound oh. really intelligent right now. We do. I don't. <laughs> I'm just like nodding my head in green and be like, it's so thick. <laughs> <laughs> the plot's so, so thick. Are you talking about Marquette? I'm or- talking about... <laughs> I am talking about the plot, good sir. The it's, plot. It just, uh-huh. Sure well, you it, are. Uh, it, it definitely, every episode was introducing another part to the either the the government or to alchemy itself and just, or, or just somebody else's tormented situation. Like, it, yeah. it just everybody kind of had a shit life in mm-hmm. the show. So, nice. Okay. Well, yeah. So now we're going to move on and talk about favorite characters. I'm sure somebody's going to mention one of these thingy things. I got queued up and then it's going to get played. So uh, this is your favorite characters. Uh, no villains, though. So we're going to do villains next. <laughs> Once again, I legitimately feel cheap. Like, just be like, who's your favorite character from my fucking year? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's so thick. But, like, who's your favorite character, man? Like, no side characters, main characters, you know, like, ooh, you fucks with Winry, you fucks with Grandma. What about the dog with the auto male leg? Does the dog ever get a name? We don't know. That's why they need to make another series so we can know if the dog gets a name. <laughs> Well, did you guys watch those bloopers? Yes. yes. Okay. The, the part, well, the, the part standing on top, of yeah. the, on top of the house. I'm like, hey, Alphonse, yeah. I think we should bring mom back. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best one. Just like the whole show. Oh, right, right, yeah. <laughs> well, she was like, we're like, making soup tonight. He's like, fuck uh, yeah. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, oh, so, so, yeah, who's your favorite character, y'all? AJ, AJ, hey, hey, hey. Who's your favorite character? Roy Mustang. Yeah? yeah, yeah. Why is that? Ben. Man, there's a lot of reasons. Uh, his his redemption arc, and I think the way that he goes about uh, justifying his actions, uh, remind me a lot of how I think about things, like pragmatically. We did have a conversation once where you told us that you would be Thanos, so I can understand that. <laughs> yes, we'll never yeah, let you live yeah. that. <laughs> uh, that is not this. That's not exactly what I said. But Roy, Roy so Roy Mustang, uh, he when he started to lose himself. Uh, and he started to become more like the enemy yeah. than and than the enemy was themselves at a point when he was um, catch or uh, when he was fighting envy, envy. and it kept burning yeah. her eyes out. Right, that was super brutal, and uh, he almost lost himself. But you know, he came back from that. Um, his goals for the country and the way that he wanted to go about uh, not only like seceding the throne and, and overthrowing the government, but he recognized that because of his role in the war, just be like he, he might win the government, but ultimately that doesn't mean he's going to rule it because he needs to be punished, yeah. him and all of his comrades. And uh, I just thought that that was like extremely noble. Yeah. Also, I don't know. He's, he's just really fucking cool. He's so fucking cool. I seared the wound closed. I came close to passing out from the pain. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I knew. He's my man. But I'd like to try and see a six pack and shit. So let's see. How many times is it gonna take? God, yeah, also, that, yeah. that scene where he's like angrily snapping, he's like, <laughs> yeah. it's such a spectacular scene because like Lust dies, and yeah. until that point, you were like, wow, these homunculi are damn near invincible. Yeah. yeah. And they gave it to Mustang to be the yeah. first one to kill. We also see uh, Alphonse lay down his, get ready to lay down his fucking life for Risa. And right. he's just like, when he's like, he gets a, he gets a cut, he's standing mm-hmm. like this. Oh, people die. 
yeah. That fucking moment. Just to, one, that moment would have been a badass Alphonse moment on its own. But then to follow it up with, uh, oh, I'm also here to just fucking burn it down. Yeah, and the, also the fire in that scene looks crazy. Shout out to the voice actor, the Mustang, Travis and the Lust. Tra- oh, they're, they're married. Lust. Oh, yeah. oh, they are? Yeah. Oh, well, then I know who it is. That's awesome. <laughs> Good. Yeah, t- uh, Kill my wife weird. at work today. Go, go yeah. tell Travis Willingham and his wife that we think they're awesome. Yes. Bring them bring them to the Normies podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Travis, I'm sure you're listening. Uh, the actress who played Les, I'm sure you're listening as well. Come on down, guys. Yeah. We'll, we'll have you here. I, I, I want to say again, thank you to Fox and Talks. He donated Fox once again. Said, for example, treating the show like a metaphor where the story is actually someone's internal conflict, what it means to be human and struggle with mm-hmm. the sins, lust, crap, Oh, what it means pride. to be human. Yeah. How did I forget that theme? Yeah, yeah that's uh, a... Yeah, the homunculus. Ah. There's a whole nother can yeah. of worms to open. Just all the sins and uh, just fucking pride. Is indulging like, too much into one. It's another secret room of themes. Yeah. yeah. It's the, the Full Metal Alchemist is a giant mansion, and every single room is a different theme. Every, every single room, room is a room piece. of requirements. Yes. Yeah. It's a different room. Every room's a podcast. Yeah. Every room's a fucking theory. Like, you could just go. Ben, are you going to say Mustang as well? I'm going to have to say Mustang, but for me, it's, um, it, it's nice. what you... It, uh, his stoicism is what caught me originally, yeah. and um, it's where his stoicism led him was to that point right. when he was about to kill MB, and he was like, "Hey, you know this this ain't right. I can't do this." And he had that Batman moment. I can't kill him. Yeah, he did. You know? uh, but overall, it was just like how he cared for people. Mm-hmm. It wasn't in words, and that's he was a yeah. man of action, and that's I missing a lot in, in this world. Uh, a lot of talk, talk, talk. Um, ben, do you have any um, Mustang accoutrements that you own? Yes, I have a whole outfit. Yes, <laughs> do you do you dress up for Hannah? Uh, you know what? <laughs> um, I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> I think that's a confirm. Do you uh, like? Yeah, you, you sexily snap with your gloves on. <laughs> How many getting, times is it going to take? <laughs> All I see is just fire emojis everywhere. Yep. <laughs> But yeah, uh, the, pretty much, yeah, everything that you had said, uh, but the stoicism and then how he cared for everybody around him yeah. and then his his very lofty goal of running the country and understanding that he was going to be performing treason and <clears throat> he was so uh, uh, fixated on that and uh, even after like Hughes' death, like most people that would give him hope yeah. know, but him, he was like, now I have to do it because yeah. Hughes stepped in and stopped me from ending my life, essentially. Yeah. Um, and his ability to, uh, like, extract himself from the solution, for mm-hmm. example, at the end, uh, you remember the broadcast where they say uh, Fuhrer King Bradley unfortunately lost his life. life. Yeah. Um, I, I think they mentioned the son as well, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, even though they gave survived, little baby but... to the, the wife. But to, Ooh, to, not, to not reveal that truth... Um, it was overall, you know, that's better for the country, the country uh, and, and for their history. Uh, Ooh, and he, he didn't do that. Um, and he could have out of anger. He could have totally buried and, and ruined that, you know, them. Uh, but he did not because it wasn't what was good for the country. Yeah, absolutely. So and just uh, yeah, always putting everybody before himself mm-hmm. uh, in, in any such circumstance. And when he believed in you, yep. he believed in you. Nice. Yeah. yeah so. Did we talk about how cool he was? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, awesome. Serge, who do, you, who, do you, who do you got? Who's on your, I who's mean, on your team? Without being too cliche, because it's the main character, but I mean, Ed is pretty, he's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like how he values 
any living thing as life, whether it's in a suit of armor, whether it's a being that needs to, like it's inside envy mm-hmm. and yeah. it needs to be sacrificed for them to and, get out. And women. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and who knew? I mean, I yeah. 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 You learned so many things with this show. <laughs> but uh, if I don't have to say Ed, I mean, I, can I say too? I also really like Hohenheim. Yeah. I think he had a really yeah. good, like, um, it, it, it wasn't redemption because he, he was always on that path, but we didn't know it until right, the story right. was damn yeah. near finished. Yeah. Which is I, mean, I hated cool the things. I absolutely, like, yeah. I, I just truly disliked him. I was like, man, fuck this dude. Yeah. And then I was like, who the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I get that, man. But yeah. Go on, market. Besides the entire Armstrong family. Oh, my gosh. My favorite. Oh my, <laughs> my personal favorite character, I'd say, was May. Um, uh, I think I, think I mostly tiny. identify with her because Bean Sprout. She, yeah, she went all by herself, all around the world to search for uh, knowledge. Uh, to she f- had, she had a, a tiny little. Panda. <laughs> she had a little panda. That's even more why I love what her. Was the name? Ling. Ling. I don't remember. Ling Ling. The name Ma- of the panda. May Ling. Something Ling. I, I think they were both May. I think the panda was May. Really? And no. It, yeah, I, I feel like the panda Sorry, was the internet over there. Will you please Google this answer so we don't seem like a bunch of fucking <laughs> wet behind the ears? Lil May. This should be a rep name. Lil May. So you like May, right? I, I really like May. She's on another journey. Oh, Xiao she's May. She's on a journey. Xiao May. And she's brave for, you know, for her side. Like, she's just like, okay, I'm going <clears> to <throat> kick ass. Extremely talented. Yeah. She's like, very talented, too. I thought you were going to say score. Score. I really thought you were going to say Scar, too. Uh, but you were saying that I shouldn't mention villains here. Well, so. no, well so that's because Scar doesn't exactly end as a villain. So I thought he that. Was a, he was an alien. Literally. Literally. was the beginning. Okay. I was okay. sure you were going to boo me out, so I didn't say Scar uh, now. Shit. I, so I already know what I'm going to say okay. in the second question. Just, oh, man. Well, I'm so sorry. Chris, <laughs> you go off with your... So, uh... Von Hohenheim for me was one of them. Uh, Alphonse, just because uh, uh, of his caringness, his heart is so fucking big. The homie Miles Major, who was like, "Yeah, I'm in his fallen. Yeah, I work for the military. I'm like fucking. I'm trying to do good here. That the shit." But uh, for my big one, it's Greedling. I really liked Greedling. Um, mm-hmm. Ling had a plan. He was in a country, and he was like, "I need to get this uh, shit back to my country." But then he was like, "Fuck, there's some real shit going down here. I guess I'll hang out." And then like. For him to be brave enough to essentially take greed and be like, I can fight this. Like, I can win. Like, to have, I don't got the type of faith in myself. I don't know if anybody does. But, like, he did it, man. He was doing it all for his country. And he had these noble reasons. And then even after he after he got that philosopher's on, he could have bounced. But he stayed and he fought. And then in the end, they really had, like, a crazy good friendship. When greed was dying and Ling was like, no, like, friends yeah. live on forever in their hearts. Like, like I'm always going to remember you. Like, that's, it's just, I don't know. For whatever reason, I don't know why, but like that shit stuck with me, and it's really cool. They're they're just a a really cool duo. Shouts out to the homie Hoa Hi. Yes. What up? I just want to say I really like uh, some of my favorite characters are the really strong uh, female characters in the show. Oh yeah, um, I'm Such a big as? fan of like Hawkeye. Hawkeye's yeah. probably mm-hmm. a top. Top Sweet the, tattoo on her back three. as well. Yeah, and uh, Azumi, I think. Uh, oh, teacher. Yeah, yeah. 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 teacher is yeah. usually one of my favorite characters. I do like that her. Uh, she's paired with her husband, who's like this big burly man. But He's Azumi a bear. is like a literal. No, she's the bear. People are like, there's a woman out here. <laughs> there's a bear going around out here beating ass and stealing shit. <coughs> like for them to be a team and for her to be like the ultra badass of it. Ah man, yeah. yeah. And she fucking risked it all. Risked mm-hmm. it off for that baby that wasn't even real. But Hohenheim rearranged her insides and uh, put it back together. Which I, I will say, best meetup throughout the whole show 
Armstrong in the husband. <laughs> Burly men? Yeah. <laughs> Did they do that after they Respect. beat Sloth? Was that after? I think yeah. that. I think okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Or like yeah. right in the middle. Yeah. 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 Which that was a surprisingly good fight. I, I really like how like, they updated. This is a complete tangent. But how they updated Sloth. You knew how Sloth fought once. And then like when he got into that secondary fight, you're like, oh, fuck. Like somehow. He's super fast. He's super fast and way more scarier. He did not have the time to do this. He was lazy. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Sloth like. Also, Arakawa, the manga artist, really loves big, muscular, burly men. So yeah. That's why she liked enjoyed drawing Armstrong a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Armstrong is just, come on. Everybody yeah. wants to look like that, right? Right. right. Like, all the guys want to look like that. I want a mustache that, that's the only thing that moves when I talk. <laughs> <laughs> if only. If only were that easy. I'm working on it. So, I have another button to push. <laughs> this button is, oh, we did that one, we did that one. Push the uh, button. To choose between returning to our original bodies mm. and saving everyone, but why can't we have our real bodies back and save everyone? This one's a little long, y'all. Fair. But it's the law of equivalent exchange. The law. Well, I say, searching for possibilities that aren't bound by rules or laws—that's how humanity advances. I see. So if you can discover an exception to the rule. You can effectively rewrite the laws of nature as we understand them. Is that how it's supposed to go? Uh, Which they never did. They they already took all the lives. <laughs> <laughs> but still, they though, did, that was just a dope moment. Ex- I mean, like, ultimately, it fell on its face, in my opinion, when it came down to the fact that they were still going to use the Philosopher's Stone. And, and like, Ed and Al did something completely different. They did find a way around. But everybody else is like, oh, no, no, we don't got a problem using, yeah. <laughs> using these souls. Thank Cal- you. Calm down, Ben. Marquette's yeah. got eviscerated in the comments for saying but, almost anything. But there, there, was, there was another uh, a moment, and I can't remember who it was that was saying it. It's like, hey, give these souls, these people who have life, meaning. And the, yeah, because otherwise they yeah, were sacrificed exactly. for no reason. You know, and, and I think once, once someone said that and they started thinking about it that way, they were like, you know what, you're right. These people whom died and gave up their life for nothing, let, let's, let's give them a chance to to be part of the story to be part of the solution and that so i i can see how if you were thinking that way you know okay you, you disagree still i mean because like to me it falls into wanna, the I same really want to talk about moral <laughs> realm of not killing somebody who's unapologetically killed people mm-hmm. and, and like doing a batman essentially doing and, a batman and, but then batman. that that same person saying i'm not going to kill but i'll use these lives for good purpose it's like no because whether it's used for good or wrong you're still falling into that yeah. that gray area that you're using human life even though it's just going to go to waste it's like I, a spiteful, petty thing, possibly, yeah. but mm-hmm. like, so, I would totally use it. I don't got any qualms, but I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I, me I, personally, I'd use the shit out of I it. I do totally see how it can yeah. be great, but what were you saying? So, you know how this show essentially draws parallels between Second World War and the, the, the whole situation? Um, and I'm from the Czech Republic, then Czechoslovakia was essentially sacrificed to Germany to kind of quench their, you know, the blood power, thirst the for more power, countries. Power thirst. <laughs> and they thought that if they have us, then they'll be fine. So, like, they kind of, they had, um, the whole, all of the countries had a meeting in München about my country without my country present. That's essentially what happened in that room, that hospital room, when Mustang was saying that, oh, I'm just going to take this philosopher's stone, I'm going to use it for good. I mean, that's obviously honorable and noble, 
But you had at least 10 Ishvalans in that whole city. Could you not find a representative and ask him if they're okay with it? But do we know that that specific stone yeah. was yes. made by Ishvalan yes. lives? Yes. It Be- was? Yes. Uh, Whose stone was it? Like, we don't know which stone it came from, which body it came from, right? Do we? Cause it no. Could, yeah, because they made a scene, ton of them. Uh, in well, that scene, I think that they yeah. said that it was from Xerxes. Mm-hmm. Or they, okay. No, oh, sorry, not Xerxes. Ishval. Yeah. Ishval, yeah. Ishval yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, I mean, if that's the case, I mean, I think that you're 100% right. And I know that, you're right, we should have some representatives. I mean, I also get the idea of using so, it for good. But still, yeah. it's a great uh, idea. The, the only the, thing, sorry. I, I'm not, like, completely against them using the stone for good. All I'm saying is that they're still... Essentially, they're the German government that that uh, beat the Nazi German government. But to me, they're still German government. Mm-hmm. As as a person from Czechoslovakia, I want to be present when the decision is being made about my country again. You know what I mean? Now, I pose this to you. When Edward got themselves out of gluttony, one of the spirits, one of the souls that was part of the Philosopher's Stone, that was part of Envy... Was like thank you, you know. I said thank you. So now you're left with this. If they're in this state, mm-hmm. they are potentially in torment. Yep. Yeah. And so then you have. And, uh, and then oh, they, they they even called it that. Like, so how then, did you keep your individuality in this tor tor? Yeah. Yep. This, this chaos. This yeah. cacophony of souls. And then we can assume then then they still have their individuality, right? Mm-hmm. So if you want to go all the way right about this, you can you can Somebody just ask can every single the one of them. You can either do that, make sure that they're okay with it, thereby you I observe the, their individuality and their humanity. Because Hohenheim did it. I yeah. feel like Hohenheim okay, yeah, did Hohenheim it. did do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I feel like he's an he's an exception though. He, he, he is one of the good well, examples of what was, I was saying though. Like as in they they wanted to be used and they wanted to be like because they wanted to have their life mean something. Hohenheim was able to talk to him, and that's one of the like prime examples as why I'm okay with it. The, the clip you played just now, yeah. wasn't that right before Al used it against Kim yeah. and Proud? Yeah, he had to use so, it to win that fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. that was an, another reason for like, oh, I'm just going to use this not to get my body back, but just to defend the country. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. is the, I think, so that brings up in this show ethics, which we haven't gotten into, but yeah. like the ethics of the show, it's huge because there are these hard rights and wrongs and then there's all the space in between them and sometimes most of the time you're operating in that fucking space yeah so like it's hard to say one way or another and in the moment you might think that you're doing something that's good but you might reflect on it differently later on but if it kept your ass alive then it kept your ass alive so i mean i think that that's kind of the question that we were asking here i think every character is capable of very good and very bad like like greeling did a really good thing at the end he he sacrificed himself uh, whereas, you know, Shao Tucker, who was technically like a good guy, did Sex something horrible. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, anything goes on either end. <sighs> well, guys, we're already at the 44-minute mark here because this one, once again, is lithic mm-hmm. in talking points. So for the last uh, two questions I had, we're supposed to take 10 minutes each, and then we were supposed to get into call-ins. Whoops. Oops. Chancellor Two? Branch, thank you so much for the $5. His favorite character is Scar because of his badass redemption arc. Nice. Tragedy. I love Scar. He is my yeah. favorite character. So then I think we're going to talk about favorite villains. And then uh, and the last part was going to be what was your favorite fight scene. We can do that, but everyone needs to say one fight scene. You can say it once, and that needs to be it. So favorite villains. If I can, I'm going to go with Pride. Uh, I really like Pride. Pride Pride was fucking terrifying. He was. Pride was was the, like, Pride was one that, one, didn't see it coming that it was the kid. And then, two, after you knew that, you were scared the entire time. That one shot with Pride standing in the corner with his eyes red when Risa walks by, 
fucking terrifying. And then you don't understand his powers either. Like, he's a shadow. Like, he's everywhere. Like, he's always listening. He's omnipresent. He is the embodiment of just, like, fucking, like, old school, like, 80s scary movies with Mm -hmm. some fucking kid that's haunting the house who's going to, like, wreck shit and, like, Absolutely fucking terrifying. They, they did and then the, Raph because he fought a tank. They did the <laughs> full on, you know, don't show the evil. Just Yeah, which is, yeah, he was terrifying. Adrian? Uh, King uh, or Bradley. Is yeah, it because King Bradley. he fought a tank? Because of fighting the I mean, there, so much. There are a lot of reasons. Uh, I think one of the things that makes a villain good is his ability to believe that what he's doing is right. Uh, and being able to understand the perspective of the villain and not just be, because I'm evil, is, uh, you know, it, it makes for a good character. Uh, and also to know that even though he was this person who was, you know, almost like the embodiment of evil, he cared yeah. about his wife. Uh, and he, that was the one thing he, like he said, the he, one got thing to choose. he got to choose. He got to choose. Also, like, I don't know, every, any fight with King Bradley was extremely entertaining to watch badass and uh oh man you just felt for everyone going against them rank personal history and birth race sex the name given to you it's all meaningless Meaningless. this is the only thing that's real to fight on behalf of my own life and nothing else he's such a good character it's hard to hate him I swear on my life, he's a fucking villain from like uh, Metal Gear Solid or something. Yeah, he look like the way he looks, dog. He looks like fucking like dude, boss or something. Like all the villains are kind of like Metal Gear Solid villains. Yeah, I yeah, think about absolutely. it. It's still funny how you have some of those scenes, like when King Bradley's trying to get away from I don't know what is it, is his guards or something like yeah. that, and he climbs out the window. He's like, "Damn guards, think they're my shadow." <laughs> you know, he, he was like he was like silly up until the point he was. Like yeah, so <laughs> some people had said that um, I was talking with Serge about this yesterday that they kind of gave away that he's the bad guy in the first episode. But I, I mean, if you saw the first series, sure. For everybody else, I did not know. I just thought they were saying he was the ultimate badass. Right. Like when he goes against the Freeze Alchemist and he like fucking slices him before dude even has like a chance to blink. I was like, oh, Fear King Bradley yeah. is just the well, biggest badass. Exactly, and they because to me like looking at it from fresh or trying to look at it from fresh eyes i did not see how you could derive that he was a bad guy but mm-hmm. potentially a person that has a much deeper surface than um that that oh ho, ho, ho. i mean he's the king you can't always be jolly you can't always be santa claus yeah <laughs> rest in peace his voice actor by the way oh shit oh, really? that's rough. Um, that guy yeah. fuck he was so good yeah. oh man oh he was very good uh, amazing so is that your favorite your villain then Oh, uh, I'm torn between King Bradley and Gimli. Um, mm. I have a quick anecdote. I don't know if people know this, but the uh, the voice actor for Fury King Bradley actually used to be a uh, a radio host for a classical music station in Dallas. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so nice. Used to, he's got, he's used to use those sexy voice. pipes. Man, I love it. I drive home like all the time. Nice. I love the abstract paths that people take to get to like their passion. It's just so cool. Yeah. yeah. So you're torn well, between yeah. Bradley and Bradley who now? and Gimli. Gimli? Um, Gimli? Gimli. Gimli. Sorry, Gimli. Sorry, yeah. Um, Kim- Kimli. Kimli. <laughs> there Kimbley? it is. Yes. Huh. Gimli is that fucking dwarf from that one movie. Gimli. You're right. Gimli. Gimli. Lord of the Rings. My yes. <laughs> We're talking about Gimli. <laughs> talking completely different. Uh, the pimp-ass chrism alchemist like, with the all-white on. Well, yeah, because yeah. he was uh, kind of the chaotic neutral. He didn't give a fuck. He, yep. was, just, he, was, he was there to entertain neutral. himself. Uh, mm-hmm. And Whereas on the other side of that coin, you had Kira Fink, or King Fear Bradley, who was Fear King Bradley, who was just... Absolutely driven and focused and had intent in everything he did. I mean, he's a lawful Uber evil. Mitch, like, driven as fuck, 
Yeah. He's got mm-hmm. the fucking power within him. Mm-hmm. He was chosen from birth, and he was able to do fucking. And he fought through, like yeah. he. Because oh, I'm convinced gosh. that his soul of that body is the soul that is still running. Because like, yeah, mm-hmm. you you think that's it? I was gonna bring that up too. Yeah, like I which which soul is it? Yeah. We'll get edit in search. Oh, I mean, yeah, for sure. I was gonna say wrath. Um, I do like Kimberly too for what he said about everyone during the Shvalin War. It was like you all knew what you were signing up for. He just like, went don't full act on like yeah. this isn't what was going to happen. Right. Um, but wrath there. His, his final fight with Scar Fuck. and like the things that he was saying to him yeah. like so you abandon your god at the last right. time and like <laughs> technically like we didn't mention it while we were watching it but he like kind of like a stroke of god like a miracle happens yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. cause him to lose because the reflection on his sword is like the sunlight from well, the eclipse yeah. just happened to blind him for just a split second and, and that was enough to get your fucking face loaded yeah. so he <laughs> arms, yeah. he had to get derailed from a train Fucked up by Fu and Buccaneer and Greedling, then Scar, uh, and then an act of God, and then and Scar. Had <laughs> like, he, was, like, <laughs> he fought a tank. And then an act of God. He fought yeah. a, oh, a tank. Yeah, a tank. Yeah, and all tank. those soldiers, too. I forgot. Yeah. Like, yeah. When he slices the tank bullet, and then the bullet goes down and hits like two dudes standing down, that dude, the last thing he saw before he died was, did he just cut a bullet? Cut and then he exploded. <laughs> like, this shit's fucking ridiculous, dude. God. Yeah. I was just. In the, in the moment when he died, I was very excited to see him die, though, because he, he is such a good villain, and I do want these good yeah. villains to be out. The, uh, the confidence that he exhumed was so imposing that just him standing in the room and being on screen was alone to put you on edge. Yeah. You're just like, oh, he he's walks here. up in the fight, and the fucking music starts. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. And then he's like, oh, you guys can't get up the stairs? I'm going to get up the stairs. People are <laughs> shooting, and he's just dodging bullets. Beats yeah. a tank up, and then he's like, "All right, now I'm here to fuck some shit up." And like, God, man! Like, and the fuck. crazy thing is, his body is not superhuman at all. He no. just has that eye and the so ability. He just it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's just a master of his own body. The ultimate eye. Yeah. Um, so a bunch of souls fought within him, right? And the right one, only one, took over at the end. You think that it was his original? I think it was. Yeah, he doesn't even result. know at this point. He's he like, fights I don't even know who it is. Yeah. But also, the fight with really him cool. and uh, greed in the sewer, where he just. <laughs> So that's before you knew Brad, that was a huge fucking moment. Before you knew he was a bad at, or he was uh, the bad True, guy, right? Bad guy, yeah. He fucking shows up once again, looking like some solid snake motherfucker with these mm-hmm. fucking straps on. He's all cocky and shit, and then he starts fighting greed and he's fucking handling them. Yeah. And then he also says, "How many like, times how many I'm gonna times? have to kill? Yeah, how many times I'm gonna have to kill you." And then he murders all of his buddies. He stabs old girl yeah. inside of Alphonse. Oh man! And you see, when you see the eye, and he's like, he's like, I because greed didn't know. Greed yeah. was surprised too. He was like, I, he's like, I might not have anything for your ultimate armor. He's like, but what I do have is the ultimate eye. Mm-hmm. And, oh my god, damn. I need to yeah, go watch our reaction on it because like, it, it like, had to be ridiculous. Her, yeah, you know, um, she can uh, make her titties move. Uh, no, the the spear and you know, and he, he was just naming everybody off, and he's like, but I. <laughs> The real thank you for $10 donation. I appreciate it. He says, please react to the OVAs in the four coma theaters. Three words, especially for Chris. Rapping Roy Mustang. Please check it out. Well, what? fuck. You know how to... What? You, you know how to get to me. I mean, like... Uh, what am I going to say? No? <laughs> Marquette uh, or Chris? Well, Chris are you all are fangirling over <laughs> Wrath over here. You forgot. About the real OG. exploded his face. <laughs> Chimera's fucking sweet. <laughs> yeah, so his car, uh, you know, if you watched the reaction, that I was number one fan since I first saw him and really want his autograph. She has a poster of Scar behind her desk with little hearts. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna put one in the room at home and come home. Like, who is this? 
to be like my body with fucking Scar's head on it. Yeah, so it's, it's the other way around. <laughs> this might be controversial, but I never saw him as a villain, just because of his him his motivation, mm-hmm. his background as like literally almost the last person. For a while, I thought he was the last Ishvalan alive. And then, you know, we saw some other ones. Um, but it's just like scattered Shit. campsites here and there. Yeah. And so essentially decimated nation and all he wants is justice for his people. So essentially he's not being a villain for himself. And he's also out for revenge, though. He's mm-hmm. not killing civilians necessarily. He's killing alchemists on duty, which then when they, when, when they did whatever they did to his country, they, uh, you know, were the, they were weapons of the state. They, they were... Their humanity they were was not even considered. weapons of the yeah. state. They mm-hmm. were self-aware of what they were doing. Yeah. Like, so, uh, I, I like for me, he was never a villain. But since we're talking about it, and and, and I and I didn't get a chance to talk about him, I, I wanted to mention. Well, is there anything Shout else? Shout out to Scar. So, uh, cheesy joke, real quick. If I ever met Scar, I'm gonna be like, you know, Marquetta, she ish fallen for you. <laughs> <laughs> she ish fallen for you. Oh, I um, I will leave now, man. <laughs> Could you I, imagine if his brother's arm wasn't the same buffness as his? <laughs> you were a little skinny boy. No, it was. It had to be. And he was just like, I know. This. So watching this show, I really want to kind of rewatch it, not under such uh, tumultuous times, because our times now currently have terrorists seeking revenge, governments doing fucked up shit. So yeah. when you see me essentially rallying against these villains, it's because I have a very hard time being like, like separating that shit from the reward. It's one of the reasons why I don't like Ward. If we didn't have a Nazi problem in America, I could probably be like, you know what? Ward's a pretty solid villain. But like, and then the same for Fury King so Bradley. I was just hey, like, hey, I, I, hey, like, this guy's got to get out of here. Cool. But they are cool. cool. They are. And like, Neo Matrix Ward is, he's growing on me, unfortunately. Yeah. And Fury King Bradley, I can't, when I was going it's through these clips, I was just fucking smiling. I was like, God damn, he's such yeah, a fucking badass. So like I do wish that like I can I can make that separation in my brain, but like I have a hard time doing it just because shit kind of sucks right now, and it makes me think of the shit that sucks. It's supposed to be escapism. I just can't implement it correctly. Well, Did I press all the buttons? It definitely has a. Uh, uh, it, it's looking at societies. I mean, because I'm not gonna lie, when I think of the like a mashup of the of Jews and Muslims and what the Ishvalans are, you know, just kind of mm-hmm. this ostracized society that is just receiving constant um, humiliation on top of um, sorry about that Ben (laughs) (laughs) but no you're right yeah yeah, it's it's, it's hard they do such a good job so with that being said guys we're going to get into our favorite portion uh, Le Collins is there anybody who wants to call in and talk to us? If you do, what you have to do is go to our Discord. It's not very hard to get to. There's a link down below. Once you get to that Discord, come and holler at us. We would love to talk with you about Full Metal Alchemist, and it's going to be a darn tootin' good time. And while we're getting ready for that, I'm going to play a track. I'm going to try to play a track. There's so many is other things stairway that of truth we can talk about. Uh, yeah. Yes, uh, <laughs> the scene where... Armstrong put up the wall outside of Ishval and just on the other side just oh, breaking that was, down. That was, Dude, like, that was like that was a very deep scene right there. That was a show. deep scene. Oh, so this is just a little bit of chill ambient music. We're working our way towards This isn't chill. My favorite track. One of my favorites. Lurking is another huge favorite. Here it is. Mm. Got it. Mm. <laughs> Please guys, call in. Talk with us about this show. <laughs> we have people online. We have oh. people? Oh, yeah. we got we got folks. 
Oh shit! Wait a minute. Okay. Well, let's this person, gonna, let's, this person uh, does not watch anime. Let's take a caller. <laughs> Who do we got? We have on the line RDW, aka Davos. Aka Davos. Otherwise, otherwise known as Robin. Ah, hey Robin. Robin, we can't hear you. Say something. Speak. Hi. Hi, Hi guys. Hey. hey. That's a voice we ain't heard uh, in a minute. What's good? Yeah, long time listener, uh, first time caller here. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, just wanted to ask, you know, uh, when you guys are going to stop reacting to kid shows, and <laughs> I'll take my answer offline. Thanks. <laughs> Damn. Guys, we gotta give it up. That's a uh, that's what we like to call in the business a solid troll. This is not a kids show, this is Robin. Not a kids show. Also, we will be watching okay, cartoons until this, the sun burns out. Show this, show this Absolute to kid any, any any kid. I I believe any parent will say no. What are you doing? Well, now that I have the influence of three of them, oh my we'll God. see. Are you like an influencer now, but of kids? I, I'm the influencer of three kids. Well, yeah, like I live with <laughs> Haley and her three kids, and they're gonna right. watch anime. It's happening. AJ's an influencer now. They're guys, gonna watch anime. We're Rob, all kind Rob, of professional anime <laughs> influencers. <laughs> Robin, professional did, kids. Did you not I hear am, any of I'm, the discussion we were talking about <laughs> in the last hour? Yeah, this tell her is it was not thick. a kids show. It was super thick. Philosophy. Robin. War crimes. We didn't get into that, how Hawkeye yeah, was yeah, suggesting, yeah. but man, there's so much. So, so fucking much. Who else we got? We got Scott Rager on there. Scott Rager, a.k.a. Ooh. H. Eli Jin. Yes. Cool name. A.k.a. He has one more name. Uh, Stoyos? Yeah. Sto- Stokes. Stoikos. 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 Eli, you're on with he the normies. You, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, we can. Yes. Oh, what's up? What's up, guys? How you guys doing? We're doing pretty good, Amazing. man. Amazing. How are so- you doing? That's great. That's great. I'm also known by Andy Stokes. I think you guys missed that. Oh, name. Andy Stokes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, I wanted to ask you guys, um, do you guys pay attention to the, the producers and studios that actually produce the anime that you guys watch? We do not. I think Surge might. I know that. I, I'm going to speak so, for the two of us, at least. I, I, I believe. So this here's is something that might actually interest you. She interests you. Studio Bones makes full metal oh, albums, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Studio Bones is pretty good. I like Studio Bones. They also make My Hero Academia. Oh, so this okay. is why this is why you have those two anime that have like good pacing, low fillers. This is you know true, stuff yeah. like that. A lot of crossover yeah, voice like actors. Oh shit, they, they do have shows. a lot of cross. Yeah, yeah. They also, they also did the Cowboy Bebop movie. Gosh, oh, you're just like naming off my just... tops right now. I thought nice. some Bones. Yeah. That's official. Oh yeah. Cool, cool. I, I, thought like be, I thought it'd be cool to um, Studio Mirror I also. I thought you guys yeah. would be interested in that. Yeah, yeah. thank yeah. you for educating right us, on, on, that. us yeah. on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, we need to honestly, when we do reactions, give probably a shout out give shout outs yeah. more to the, yeah. the production studios, the animators, and the writers if if, if we can help it. Like, right. yeah. information to look up beforehand because they deserve think, all the credit. I think Bones is actually my, yeah. See my my favorite studio, I think, because I, I don't know if you guys have been able to tell about it, but My Hero Academia is my favorite anime yes. of all time. It's my nice. favorite show. I love it. I love I, it. I, I, but yeah, um, but the young they're top notch. Their English dub voice actors are always amazing. The uh, the music's always amazing. Yeah, the, the music is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I'm really glad that you guys are actually watching these shows. You know, you guys are you guys are really cool. I love watching you guys. Oh, thanks, man. We love hanging out with you when we do these live streams. Shout yeah. out yeah, to you. Shout out to you for sending us uh, my Hero Academia DVDs and uh, oh, yeah. all those oh, beautiful, awesome. beautiful, <laughs> cute pillows. I've been smelling <gasps> the hell out of them. You were the one who oh, said no. the cute pillows. You guys love those. Todoroki and Deku. All right, man. Right on, Scott. Or Scott. You've got so many names. Andy. Stokes. And Chris. Eli. Scott and Eli. 
Yes. I can't wait for us to uh, play Smash again, dude. Yeah, man. I've been, you know, I've been getting out here in the fields, man. We're we're we're, 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 we're gonna get into that. This is the, the uh, victor, right? The last tournament. Oh no, no, no that, that was, that was live stream. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> but no, I did play I against someone live stream. <laughs> Sweet. Well, thanks. Uh, is there anybody else that wants to call in and tell us what's good? Drag somebody else down here into the hot seat. Talk to me. Tell me your name. What is it you seek? No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, this Hello? is a philosophy. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. It's your fl- friendly neighborhood, unpronounceable username. <laughs> is that your username? Laura, Laura, Laura talk. Laura, 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 Laura. That's easier, I think. <laughs> we Hello, like hard names around here. Hello, how are you? What do you want to say about Full Metal? Oh, great. How are you guys doing? Ready for a weekend, you know? Yeah. It's, it's super hot in here. I don't know. We can get this many people in this room. I'm oh, digging dang. it. <laughs> so I I was a little bit late to the podcast, so I don't know if you guys talked about this already. But one of my favorite things about Full Metal is that the characters actually normal way and you don't even notice until oh. like further episodes and you're like oh damn we missed the keyword yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you uh, right we heard you say normal way but we didn't hear you say the thing before that normal what we we heard you say the characters blank in a normal way we didn't hear what the word blank was oh they grow up in a normal mm. way ah, okay when you go back to the first episode, you look, oh my god, Ed is so young. And mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they do. I mean, even uh, when Winry's like, is he getting slightly taller? Like, yeah, they yeah. do kind of like legitimately grow up and they also like, they change their minds in like a normal way. Like, yeah. no one has these big jumps. They just kind of yeah. slightly augment what they believe, like normal life. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. yeah, that is a, it, the, the writing makes it to where the characters grow organically. That's a really good point. Yeah. yeah. And like oh, every, yeah. every character too, like the side ones, even if they're not given as much focus, yeah. they do have very pinpointable arcs. Except Todoroki. Yeah. Hey, bro, you better, you better watch your mouth around here before you get elbow drops. <laughs> well, awesome. Is there the only one who doesn't grow up is May. Yeah, yeah literally. Right, She's on. the tiniest throughout the whole... Well, she was also sort of wise from the beginning. it's really weird. It's weird that the, it, it's kind of implied that there is some romance going on between Al and May, mm-hmm. but May is so much younger than Al. Yeah. yeah and even in the end, Al looks like a normal adult person boy. Yeah. Well, they're together yeah. at the end, right? Like at the they're very end, now. you see them in the picture. It looks like it, yeah. 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 Hmm. I don't know. Maybe uh, she maybe goes back to her country. A, or maybe. Yeah, because May, May's <laughs> got the tiny panda. Maybe their whole country's full of itty bitty little panda people. Ooh. Ooh. No, but if you look up, I don't, I don't know exactly the ages, but if you look up their ages, it's really weird. She's oh. like eight or six, and he's oh, no. fifteen or something. <laughs> oh. oh my! Oh my! Yeah, okay. that's, a, that's not cool. I mean, how old was Winry when we saw her in the that. bathtub? The bathtub oh, scene. No. Yeah, a little bit of that. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. It was. It was. Yeah. Do you feel guilty about seeing that scene? I guess is the question. <laughs> yes. About yeah. as guilty as all the my hero character drawings too, because yeah, they're it. all in in high school as well. And I'm like, God damn it! Well, thank school you for school. that. That's something we hadn't realized. Yeah. Thank give you. Give you a, Thanks a for applause. calling. Was it really good? Yeah. Really good thank you. All right, Dustin. We got anybody else? We got one more. We'll, we'll try True Green Seven. True, True, True Green. Green. I don't, I don't message him. So this True big fan of that Seven. Too. And of that true green, huh? Seven greens it's that like are a, true. It's like true detective, but, you know, 
They just smoke weed a bunch. Oh, we have to catch up. It's just oh, my, you guys can hear me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're on with tell. the Barbies. Um, oh, awesome. Uh, I, I just got to say, you guys are really killing it in terms of the list of... You guys are just running down my favorite, like, animes and shows, like Avatar, <laughs> like, my favorite favorite anime series of all time, favorite series of all time in general, then, then this, my favorite anime, then, like, My Academia is, like, my favorite current anime. It's just, nice. it's awesome. So, all right. Awesome. I'm just a fan in general. But um, I guess my question kind of has to do with uh, the whole Robin shenanigan. Just how does it feel? Um, how does it feel to just watch a show that you that is to you is like one of the best plots and has the best characters, and it's hard to recommend it to other people because it's it's an anime or yeah. just you know it's a it, it seems like a kid show. I guess it's, you know that has to do with a lot of shows you watch. Ben, take uh, it away. Well, I. It's interesting because I, I think it, it just comes down to the culture of America and how it, it, cartoons, animations were introduced mm-hmm. to just children, whereas other parts, like Japan specifically, mm-hmm. it, it was introduced as a entertainment medium. And so we have a hard time uh, breaking away from that culture. And it doesn't help, I guess, that the... Like the over exaggeration of emotions and whatever occurs with you know the like mm-hmm. the Japanese, um, uh, what's it called the Japanese uh, like the animation oh, the style. tropes the, yeah. the tropes the yes, tropes the, oh the, yeah. yeah yeah the culture and, and then because uh, then when you start talking about an in depth thick plot line and then people are like cartoon you know they think you know for adults <laughs> they think Ren and Stimpy or or Family Guy or SpongeBob yeah well not SpongeBob <laughs> uh, I mean like for adults yeah. uh, specifically ah, yeah, so yeah, SpongeBob yeah. and, and so, <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, so it, 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 you know they they get this idea of either cartoons are just for kids or if it is for adults then it's just right. flat out humor and it's yeah. not even of in depth humor. I mean I I will say that I think that that barrier is being slowly but surely taken down. Uh, example, uh, Your Name was a Japanese movie that had animation that yes. came out last year and yes. it broke box office uh, records here uh, for an anime in American theaters. Uh, not Dragon Ball Z. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's anime. fucking yeah. beautiful. Like this yeah. is almost beyond it. anime. Yeah, like it's anime style, but it's a fucking movie and it's beautiful. It. Yeah, and 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 just uh, you know, essentially, not only is Japanese animation making more headway here, but with uh, Disney and Pixar and uh, becoming more prevalent, it's you know one of the things that's co- it's cool to be like geek, right? Geek chic is yeah. sort of really in right now. We're doing it way and, before it was cool, right? Exactly, <laughs> right? And and that means like. Uh, being able to watch cartoons mm-hmm. and uh, and having uh, adult themes made through cartoons. That's why you have things yeah. like Big Mouth, yeah. Rick and Morty. Uh, more and more, it's mm-hmm. it's becoming really normal to have cartoons that are for, if not only adults, have adult themes, right? Yeah, true. But well, like, unlike South Park and Big Mouth and stuff like that that mm-hmm. might have better themes, this is... Something that's somewhat of a drama as well. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah, there, yeah. There's a certain Hi. comedy aspect Seriousness to, those yeah, to it. Yeah. yeah, you're right. And I get super frustrated nowadays when I'm like, like I'm introducing uh, Last Airbender to like my mom back like a few months back, mm-hmm. and it's I told my show. cousin, and I was like, oh, you should watch this, and she was like, no thanks, I don't watch cartoons, and I was like, oh. yeah. See, that's it's like you're putting a barrier <laughs> up in front of yourself, and yeah. people should trust us because the people that know us. That know us like into me, like family members and shit. They know we only fucks with like the best shit. Like mm-hmm. I was telling my mom, I was like, "You should watch BoJack," and she was like, "I can't." And I'm like, "But like, I know that you would actually enjoy it right. if you just yeah. fucking watched it." But yeah. 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 So yeah. I want to just say one thing because I may have been one of those people in the past <sighs> who wouldn't watch get the like, fuck out cartoons <laughs> as an adult. But let me speak. Please. I am. You got a little bit you of the soundtrack, soundtrack now. 
Um, what changed my mind was this uh, black and white cartoon movie about the uh, um, Iranian Revolution. I think it's called Persepolis. Oh. And it was like that movie made me cry 10 times at least. I know that's usually very easy, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was such a good movie and it was so well done and it was really, really sad and serious, but also funny. And I don't like I realized that there are some things that are better talked about when they're like, you know, animated. Like yeah. if, if it was like a live action movie, I don't know if it would, I don't know if it would have such an impact on me. You know what I mean? Nice. So I would recommend you if you have somebody who you want to like get on that anime train find a movie first mm -hmm. because nobody wants to invest you know the time. TV yeah, show the time yeah. into this exploring something new so you know, try some movie that you really like and then if they like that you know suggest maybe a shorter TV show that's not like One Piece yeah. <laughs> yeah. what's up Adrian uh, it, it's totally cool to explain something uh, and just talk about the story you don't have to tell them w in, in which kind of medium the story tell them about the story don't tell because, them it's a because ultimately that is what's going to, to pull them in yeah. and if you if you tell them that it's an animation first they're going to think cartoon they're going to think kids they're going to have a lot of assumptions it's gonna, and then telling them the story at that point is going to be really difficult because they're they already, already see it one way exactly so uh, it, I mean, yeah. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood doesn't sound like a cartoony kid no. show. You know what I mean? It's a it's kind of a mouthful. Sounds odd. Sounds I want to say this is a good question, Drew Yeah, Green. definitely. Good and I think we all should be thankful that we do have each other to watch these shows with, yeah, at least at the very least. Converted and thankful for to, you for mm -hmm. watching us watch them. Well, with that being said, guys, <laughs> I think I'm going to do the outro. So. Oh, we have four more callers. No, oh, almost goodness. <laughs> well, guys, that's it. Talking Normies podcast. This time, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Maybe next time we'll watch the actual show. Or maybe we'll watch the terrible movie. I'm actually excited to see movie it. Movie hype. Let's it's go. It's just a bunch of, a bunch of you know, awesome fight scenes together. <laughs> well, with that being said, we'll see you guys at the next one. Peace. Bye. Bye.